Pollen flies, pollen settles, seeds plump, seeds dry, seeds are dashed by wind and rain and are sprinkled playfully across the frozen forest. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. One of my day jobs is as an outdoor educator. I take people of all ages outside to observe and learn from the natural world, all while having fun. I regularly have the great pleasure of observing people making connections about the natural world, And one of the concepts that never fails to impress once you start to notice is the concept of adaptations, the physical or behavioral characteristics a species has to allow it to live in certain conditions. Asking the question, why does that thing look like that, is a great starting point. Bird beaks, or bills, are an even more tangible place to start. I play a game with my students that challenges each of them to collect up as much potential food for birds as they can using different tools. Pliers, chopsticks, spoons, tweezers, lobster crackers, or clothespins, for example. Then, they are better able to analyze how different real bird bills are adapted to specific types of food. Finches and nuthatches, the lobster crackers and tweezers of the forest, display prime examples of adaptations in action, and this winter in particular is a wonderful one for seeing these birds in action. Finches, such as gaudy goldfinches, the refined grosbeaks, somewhat drab pine siskins, and even perky little redpolls, have bills perfectly adapted for extracting seeds or insects from often hard or otherwise challenging to access hiding places. The elegant black, white, and yellow evening grosbeaks have extremely chunky and conical bills, giving them greater access to both harder and larger food options like crab apples and caterpillars while pine siskins have much smaller conical bills adapted to smaller food options like conifer or birch seeds. So why is this winter a particularly good one for seeing these birds in action? It has everything to do with the availability of the food that these birds' bills are adapted to eating. In parts of Canada, where many of these finches would happily spend their winters, there is a particularly poor food crop this year. Alder and birch seeds, mountain ash fruits, spruce, and other conifer seeds are in low supply this year, as happens from time to time. This food scarcity drives these birds that are adapted to those food types further south to places like Maine, where the food crop isn't as bad this year. The idea of a tremulous volcano releasing vast feathery flocks of finches as a pyroclastic flow destroying huge swatches of woodlands, all backed by a symphony of earthy rumbles and threatening thunderclaps as birds seek out Maine's crop of tree seeds, certainly adds a splash of drama to the story. But alas, the bird eruptions I'm talking about are spelled with an I, unlike the volcanic eruptions which begin with an E. These eruptions with an I offer unique opportunities to observe flocks of birds we are not guaranteed to see every year due to their distant travels in search of food. From what I've observed, having an evening grosbeak or common redpoll at a backyard feeder can make or break a serious birder's entire winter. In addition to these various finch flocks that are moving south across our region in large numbers this year, red-breasted nuthatches are doing the same thing. While these nuthatches often do stay here year-round, they are being joined by their Canadian kin in large numbers due to the lack of spruce seeds further north. So the next time you're outside, you can endeavor to find a finch or a red-breasted nuthatch. There are many more around this year than last year, so your chances are pretty good. Even if you struggle with identifying the bird itself, you could try to make a guess about what it might eat by taking a look at the shape of its bill and figuring out what it would be best adapted to eating. You could even play your own bird bill game around a fondue pot. Just be sure to give yourself a pair of tongs for a bill, and give everybody else bills like butter knives and spatulas. Then you too can feast like a feathery finch finding refuge in a main forest. 
You can find a link to the full transcript of this show, as well as references, contact information, and accompanying photos by visiting archives.weru.org. You can also listen to or download our features or subscribe to podcasts. Theme music was by Apiliated Woodpecker, made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. Thank you.